Hello, my friends. This is part two of the summary. And I want to say that um, God's still working. If you can see that things are moving forward spiritually according to his word, he hasn't left yet. He's still working. We've gone through Passover to the fall feast. All in which we were contending with a pandemic, lawlessness, rebellion, not liking how our life is right now. Feeling constraints. Not pleased that things are not in order. But the righteous are always hopeful. Always looking for the good harvest that's ahead. Thanking God. Praising God. Looking to Him. Looking forward. Regardless of what, what is in front of us. Regardless of how we feel about it. Lifting it all up to God for His wisdom, counsel, and understanding. We can have opinions, and oh boy, do we really have opinions in this world. But it, when it comes right down to it, it's what God thinks, and it's God's will. Because He's progressing forward. Many times it looks like we're not. We're lagging behind. Well, we've always lagged behind. And God has known this. And God has been merciful and patient and kind. But it keeps moving forward. He's still wanting us to see what things are keeping us from Him, from the life that He wanted us to have, for the life He purposes for us. In some way, I can say he's hopeful that it, that more and more will arise and awaken. That there's more to this life than just the physical. 
aspects of what we see and what we go through. So really the turnabout happens when we're ready to get involved in a partnership with the one creator of the universe. Then he can turn things around. Oh, but he ultimately will turn things around. Because that's his plan. So we need to get in a quiet place. A quiet place within ourselves. So that he can direct and instruct. And do even more than what we can even think. He's looking for the quality and character in us that would want us to want to be obedient. In taking the higher road and pleasing God. Rather than just pleasing ourselves all the time. I gave a lot of examples I gave the examples of, of the chimp that came out of the natural life that, or natural order that she was given, and given the opportunity to learn sign language with humans. I gave examples of geese and how they interact with one another and protect the flock. So we need to really consider, do we want to stay dead in our own ability, in our own knowing, in our own way, or do we want to be lifted out, lifted higher to the higher road and resurrected with Christ? Because that's what you're saying when you surrender to him, that you'll be resurrected out of your old ways, old way of thinking, out of your past, and into a new existence with him. But that takes sacrifice, just as he sacrificed for us. If you want the way, life, and truth, then you have to sacrifice and be willing to surrender. I spoke about repeat. Reflect, examine, evaluate, pray, and execute. I spoke about the revelator. Who is Jesus? He's a prophetic revelator through his Holy Spirit. And when we're with him, we can get revelation.
So I went through even considering in the beginning. Nuggets to ponder in our way. He did a lot in the beginning. I believe the Hebrew word is altos. To create. That was his purpose. To create. And he keeps creating. He creates a new, a new life, a new way, a new truth, a new history. He creates in us a receptivity and response with a new approach, if we're willing, if we're open. God is always before us if we'll look. Be aware. He is our door of hope and our valleys of trouble. He is our grains of life, the path that we walk. We always say we want to just hear from him. Well, he wants to hear from us. At sometimes we really ponder and think, have things withered? Well, his word says things will wither. Things will pass away. But his true bride won't. His true believer that follows and is willing to be his vessel that he creates, that he builds into, they won't wither. They'll be lifted up. So the Psalms were very important in this series. And even more so as I continued forth in it. David was an example, a man after God's own heart. And he looked to him and he praised him and he worshipped him. Even in his own weaknesses, he wasn't the best in character. He did wrong. He did things that weren't. Right, He was misaligned a lot of times, but he repented and he went back to the Lord. And he continued to put his trust in the Lord. Those are the characters 
None of the characters in the Bible were perfect. Even Moses didn't make it into the promised land because he messed up. And here he was, did such greatness in his walk. But they're all examples for us. So I asked what effects are around you that cause you to falter, to look at God. What's drawing you away from God? What's keeping you from what would be pleasing to Him? I spoke about squeezing over. You know how you get in a bench seat around a table and you have to squeeze together if you have a big group? And you inch down that bench and you squeeze so that everybody could fit? Well, it's a process. Inch by inch, little by little, step by step. If you're willing, God is willing too. He's been patient and kind and loving and merciful this far. And he hasn't given up yet on us. Because he's going to stay true to his plan. There are certain times they're already pre-planned for things to come. So if things are changing and you're seeing things change and you're not willing to change with them, it's much easier to change with them with God because he's going to hear your cry and he's going to be there for you. If you don't have God, then you have nowhere to go but yourself. So we need to seed the atmosphere with our thoughts of God, with our praise, with our worship. And is with his word, because his word does not come back void. So speaking the Psalms is very important. So important that he gave me revelation during this whole thing. And that's when you know you're in the will of God, when he starts revealing things to you. The secrets and the mysteries. 
the things held in the word that will only open at his appointed time. So we do have the living word before us and it's progressing and completing its ultimate goal. So we do have grace, but we also have a finality, an end. So while we're still here, we're ministers of the flame of fire, the flame of fire that the Lord gives us. And it builds up to a moment when he feels his vessel is ready. So our portion is to get ready, get prepared, know who he is, know his word, have understanding. Be willing to move. Know his timing and his seasons. Be aware and alert and watchful. Be prayerful. All conditions of having a life with Christ. Ask the Lord to align your heart with his. When he gave us the Holy Spirit, he was declaring his liberty and freedom in us. So we can declare... We can declare the word of the Lord. He also gave us spiritual warfare and the ability to have a war cry to him. But that spiritual unfolding will continue on with or without you. So are you going to be with him or are you not going to be with him? It's just as plain as simple as the choice. And then when it's time, he'll divide who is with him and who is not. I wouldn't want to be in his dividing line unless I was going on his side. So we may be on this earth living our life and think that's all it is and be surprised. Or we can be on this earth with the Spirit knowing there's something far better. 
So this takes me through to a little over 50 podcasts of his messages. That's pretty impressive what he's done, the work that he's poured out. He took me to Revelations 22, the unity of the bride. And a statement, Jesus is the only one who can heal what is going on. And in this scripture, Jesus is coming quickly. And what we do is at hand. And if we do it together as the bride, we must say to the Lord, come quickly. We've had many, many signs along our way. Some have seen them and some have understood them. But many have not. Often it's issues of man with his mind that causes the delay. But God's government will rule divine, no matter what. And it's our choice on whether we rise in our life or not. There are many things that we contend with. There are many things that happen. But God is always trying to get our attention for a better way. So I ask, what rises within you? Do you wish God's government to be over you? Let him dwell and rise up within you? Or do you want the darkness to surround It seems pretty simple and plain. But it's a hard thing to do. To give up our will and our might and our strength and our pride. It's hard to give up to say that I want to do what I want to do, what I say is right. It's hard to do. 
But when you do it, it becomes easy. And if you continually utilize it, break away from self, the self-focus becomes easier and easier. And then you start to see everything that's around you. So I've summarized the first 60 podcasts and it's quite a powerful knowing of what God's uh, doing here. He's left many things to our choice. He's created and he'll continue to create if we allow him to. In Genesis he says, let there be light. Let there be, let there be. Let also can mean allow. Allow there to be. Will you allow a difference in your life to come in and change you? That's the cost of eternity. Your willingness. It doesn't argue with you. He allows you to make the choice. So take a moment and, and decide and then commit. As our days are counting, our, we're growing closer and closer to his final, finality, his final say. And if you wait till that end, it's going to be too late. Even Christians who are walking the fence, they say, half in and half out, they need to, they need to make a decision too. They, they have to either choose one side or the other. So it's not just non-Christians. You choose life to the fullest 
which he can give. Or you choose life the way you stand, which you want. I'll say go bless now because this one was a little bit longer. And hope that you will arise and transcend beyond. It's all there for, for us. It's a matter of just picking it up and choosing. God bless.